0: Here we go.
1: Good morning, good people. Welcome A to Z Sports Live, presented by Boston Scientific, streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Still. Who would have thought that eye emojis would be so controversial, man? Crazy. I'll explain that later, but today we got a lot to discuss. This show is jam-packed low-key, so it might be another long one. I ain't going to lie to you about it. We're going to talk about all the restructures. We're going to talk about the cap room that it's created, the speculation that it's created. Of course, we're going to dive into Ezekiel Elliott getting released. And and what that means for the running back room. So, we're gonna go back, spin the block, whatever you wanna call it, rewind on that running back room. And I have a running back option that I think the Cowboy fans will absolutely hate. Think you'll hate it, but that's okay. This is what I want y'all to do. This is why we have discussions. And this is why I always say, is that fair? Because let's have the conversation. So, I wanna have the conversation, and you're gonna initially hate it, but after we have the conversation, then I want to get how you feel. see if I can change your mind a little bit on on this one because y'all know that new meme that's going around that says, you know, what opinion do you have that makes you feel like this and a guy's just chilling back like this and there's a whole bunch of knives at him. yeah, I think I'm gonna feel like that with this running back option, but it's cool. just just hang tight, just hang with me and let me know how you feel after I explain myself. but what up bomb squad? Bomb! And no, it's not Ryan Nall, Toxic Tom, absolutely not Ryan Nall. But it, it is a guy that I think can come help this team uh, next season, and it doesn't stop you from doing what you got to do in the draft if you need to. So just stick around, man. A lot to get at. So yesterday, guys, if you watched the vosh Lombardi Live show, a lot of things were happening as as. Uh, the Cowboys were out making moves, restructuring guys and whatnot, which we'll touch on in, in the roundup. And it just got me to thinking because we asked this question a couple days ago. You don't just restructure Gallup's contract without something happening. Boom, we get Stefan Gilmore. And then they did it again. They did. They made three moves, essentially, uh, yesterday to create room. And I'm like, man, something. Man. So I get my fingers going. I'm texting people. I'm trying to figure some things out. We're hearing whispers. And and there's a lot of speculation around the receiving situation. And we know that the Cowboys are interested in a wide receiver. So I I try my damnedest. I hit up so many damn different people trying to figure out what is going on. And, you know, what we know right now, and it's starting to kind of come out a bit more, we'll touch on that at the end of the roundup, is that, yeah, it's a receiver that the Cowboys are are trying to target or have interest in. But much like many things, there there are, are holdups that could stop them from doing one particular thing but it doesn't mean it'll stop them from doing another so we'll get into these details throughout the show you can call in if you want 351-999-3787 is the call in line and uh we'll discuss all of it should be a fun show today appreciate y'all for sticking around holding tight we didn't quite start at 8 30 but hey man we here so let's get busy it's time. It's
2: time.
3: It's time. It's time. time Time. it's time it is
1: time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys hey yo before we get into cowboys news i want to go back recap what happened yesterday around the nfl a lot of moves again this is this is week one of free agency so a lot happens whether it be You know, contract extensions, signings, trades, releases, whatever. And there was a whole lot that went down. The headliner around the league for the big wig websites will be the Aaron Rodgers thing, right? Aaron Rodgers went on Pat McAfee's show, which, by the way, man, he's goals for me. Pat McAfee's awesome. The show is awesome. The setup is everything is just that's just it's just sick. My man had over 500,000 live viewers last night or yesterday. (laughs) Crazy for this Aaron Rodgers non decision <laughs> decision where he came out and said that he intends to play for the Jets. Where he came out and he pretty much shit on the Packers. And where he came out and said, Hey, man, this ain't the reason why this ain't happening because ain't of me, it's because the Packers are holding it up. This will get done, right? Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet, he'll follow in Brett Favre's footsteps, just hopefully not directly. And it'll happen. So Aaron, welcome to New York. See if you can handle that pressure. With Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady out of the NFC, the quarterback class, the quarterback room, whatever you want to call it over there, it gets weaker. Now listen, I know we ain't got no Eagle fans up in here, and I know, and I know we got a lot of Cowboy fans that don't like Dak Prescott. But where are we ranking Dak Prescott in the NFC East? I'm sorry, in the NFC right now you got Brady out of there you got Rodgers out of there and you got the new flavor of the month in Jalen Hurts but if you look around the landscape of the NFC the quarterbacks or are, are, you know this isn't this isn't Rodgers and and Drew Brees and Tom Brady these guys aren't floating around no more man just curious because ha- half of the people in the chat box you know like Dak half of them don't like Dak but if we can remove our biases of pro and 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 our negative biases and our positive biases. Where you? Where would you rank him? Like this, this can't be that that hard, right? Like he has to be a top two quarterback, right? Regardless, though, he he is now the longest tenured quarterback in the entire NFL. Man, yo. y'all like to make fun of me, my age or whatever, but you know the the the, the times of remembering the. Tom Brady's and Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning's, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, I go by Steve McNair's. It's just, just constantly revolving around the league, and them, them guys are out. It's, it's weird to, to see the league now. You know, none of those dudes are out anymore. It's so weird. But there's some really good quarterback play. But when you hear that Dak is the longest 10 quarterback, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, also, some more NFC East news. So, so the Eagles <laughs> had a weird situation yesterday with Darius Slay. Darius Slay, he even came out and was like, "Hey, it's been real Philly. Uh, we out of here." Adam Schefter reported they're going to be releasing Darius Slay after re-signing James Bradbury. <laughs> then today, or or late yesterday, I should say, Darius Slay says, "Psych, it's not happening." So apparently they're going to try to re- rework something with Darius Slade. And I guess the current reports now is he will be staying as well as Fletcher Cox, as well as James Bradbury, as well as Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey. So, and they're still working on CJ Gardner Johnson. So th- there's half of the guys are probably going to lose. And, and then it looks like they're going to be retaining half the guys. So Philly got a lot to deal with over there. This Darius Slade thing, this snip snap back and forth, I thought was hilarious. I also thought it was hilarious that they were going to roll with Bradbury and cut Slay. but it's looking like they could be returned. They both could be returning uh, to the Eagles. Also, Juju Smith-Schuster is signed, gets signed by the New England Patriots. So they signed Juju to a three-year, $33 million deal. We might want to put a pin in those numbers because if, if the Cowboys are to, to go out and get a specific wide receiver, I wonder if they're going to try to target that range. Now, the rumors are that receiver is probably going to want to come north of that, but I think Juju's contract with New England seems about fair if that were to happen. Speaking of contracts, LVE's contract details come out again, and I remember almost specifically having this conversation last year in the roundup. His contract details from last year were extremely team friendly. Same thing happened this year. So reportedly, it's a two-year, $11 million deal, but I guess $3 million of that is is mostly incentives because it's actually a two-year, $8 million deal, $2.5 million signing bonus, five guarantee, and obviously an average annual salary of $4 million. In 2023, he'll only count $3.1 million against the cap. Next year goes up to like four, but they obviously have an out. They can cut him after this season and they only suffer something like a $2 million, $2.5 million dead money. Um, so this contract is, it's even cheaper than I expected when I first heard it. I thought this was going to be exactly like David Long Jr. Now, we don't have the David Long Jr. numbers, but this is this is just interesting to me. Because this is the second year in a row LVE has tested the market and he's come back with an extremely cheap deal so i wonder if lve is just held to a higher regard here in dallas than he is around the league because you go look at some other guys that got you know five six seven or more million dollars per where lve is getting five guaranteed so you know he's not even guaranteed to get eight or eleven million dollars the guarantee is five you know that's less than what some some guys are getting per year what I also like, though, about this is that much like I said last year, this doesn't stop you from if for whatever reason he gets hurt again in a, in the offseason or not again in offseason, he gets hurt again. If he regresses, it doesn't really pigeonhole you to not bring in more competition. They didn't do that last year, so I'm not going to really go on a tangent about it, but I don't think this really stops you from making more moves at the position. This is a Three million on a cap is, is, is not a lot. So they want to go get another player at the linebacker position. They got the cap space to do it. That's right. Dallas has been working. Now they haven't been signing a bunch of outside guys, but they've been working on their inside guys, their internal guys, to create a lot of cap space. So Here's what went down from a cap space standpoint yesterday, Cowboys Nation. D Law restructured his deal, which opened up about $9 million in cap space. They converted most of his $15 million salary into a signing bonus. And per Gelkin, no money has been added, no money has been removed. Essentially, it's a kick the can down the road situation to open up cap space. Okay. D Law, didn't really see that one. Coming, I thought they would just let that play out. But they had to do something, though, because it's kind con- his debt or not his debt money, his uh cap hit was pretty high. But again, for a team that doesn't get active in free agency, I was like, well, maybe there might not be a need, but it was a high cap hit. Tyron Smith, another you know, report came out last week that they were trying to keep him and rework his deal. Well, they did exactly that, man. They reworked his deal to a one-year deal, which includes a $3 million signing bonus and a $3 million guaranteed base salary. This is per Tom Pacero. He can earn a lot more through $9 million playing time incentives and $2 million playoff incentives. So all that to say it's cleared $9.6 million in the 2023 cap space for the Cowboys. Tyron Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, obviously Dak Prescott, Zach Martin, And Michael Gallup have all played around with their money to create cap space. With all those things happening, and and currently the D-Law situation and Tyron Smith situation, the Cowboys are are roughly around the $20 million cap space. That's That's a good chunk of money to do something. Now, they've done this before. They've created cap space, and they haven't really went on to do anything. But man, something is... Something's cooking. Something's cooking. Doesn't mean that they're going to finish that meal. But I just, again, I say, yeah, these things are probably going to happen. They were going to come down the Pike at some point. They were going to do these moves. But all of them happening, bang, 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 back-to-back days. Interesting. And then the one move that they did make with Michael Gallup that coincided with having the ability to fit a traded player's cap space under the salary cap. Interesting. Interesting. And then the final move was cutting Ezekiel Elliott, designating him a June 1st cut, which opens up about $11 million post-June 1st. So you won't see the Zeke money until after June 1st, which means, in my opinion, you could spend this money right now. Because a lot of people say, well, you need money to pay the rookies. You'll have that. That's, That's taken into account. You'll have that. Well, you need money to sign a potential free agent. $11 million is enough to do that. And they're not going to spend $10 million on a, a free agent in July. So they got the ammo. To do something, Cowboys Nation. And I'll say this before we get into what all this money could potentially be for. If they mess around. And make another big move. I might have to get rid of the the, the cat boy. So man, we might have to change that thing.
4: Jello beats holla at me.
1: Hey Steven, if you go out there and you grab one of these boys, dog, you can't come to the cookout. I'll give you a take home plate, and I'll play your theme music when you're on your way out. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. Don't play with me, man. Cowboys playing with my emotions, dog. They play with my emotions right now. And, I, and I'm feeling real shmoney dance. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling real shmoney dance with all this money that they're creating. But, but, it's the Cowboys. Let, let me fall back. Let me chill. Okay? Let me chill. Because I, I'm not going to pretend like, like that's really going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pretend like it's really going to happen. But I'm just saying. If he does make a move to a d-hop, if he does make a move, even though Dub man, if he does make a move to another one of these free agents, that might cost a little bit of money, not to change the music. Can't be boy no more. That's what I'm saying. So what are they making these moves for? What are they creating this cap space for? Why are you dropping eye emojis, guy? What the hell's wrong with you? Let's talk about the two receivers that that are getting talked about out here in the Twitter world. DeAndre Hopkins, the biggest name of them all right now in the Twitter world surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. Here, here's what I'm hearing, what y'all should have been hearing too, if you're paying attention to, to some people out there, and, and what I was told. We're hearing that the Cowboys are his preferred destination. He wants to be a Cowboy. This isn't some play play. He wants to be here. That doesn't mean anything. A lot of players want to be Cowboys, but – when I hear preferred destination, that might lend to, hey, I'm willing to take a little bit less or I'm willing to rework my contract. Uh, and then another nugget that shout out to my guy, Professor Odrop on me yesterday. Apparently, he's hired a lawyer. He usually has represented himself. I'm sorry, hired an agent who is his lawyer. He usually represents himself, but he's hired an agent. And in my head, I was like, well, maybe he's hiring this agent because they'll be able to work on those last two years uh better than he would right yeah he can he can represent himself in regular contract negotiations but we're talking about having to massage some money on the back end of a contract maybe he wanted a, a you know an agent that can do that better than he would the other thing I heard was that the teams had been talking the last two days now that comes from somebody I, I do trust but here's what's interesting I don't know if you're listening my friend who called into the show a couple days ago. Remember the guy that called in and said, hey, man, I was in Houston, I uh, was having lunch. I ran into DeAndre Hopkins uh, people and, you know, let them know that, hey, I'm, I'm a cowboy fan. We would love to have DeAndre Hopkins. And apparently that person, you know, his people, his cousin told him that, hey, man, he would love to be here. And they're trying to make something happen. We kind of like he, he he he'd at it. But now, you know, that's adding up. That makes sense. Obviously, there's Bryant, D-Hop video. You hear that. And we're hearing, you know, they've been talking. And this is Preferred Destination. I do think there's smoke to this. Just don't know if there will be a fire. I don't know that if the Cowboys or Steven or Jerry are are savvy enough. If they're able to finesse or massage the, the, the trade compensation and the money. I don't think they are willing to really work that hard to get that done. When they have another option out there that they don't have to give up any compensation for. And they can control the money a little bit easier. If he wants to be here. So I've been back and forth on, you know, the D-Hop, Odell, Odell Beckham on well, what, what makes more sense for Dallas? What's easier for Dallas? And it all comes back down to as, as much as you may want DeAndre Hopkins we're talking about Steven, we're talking about Jerry, and we're talking about a, a high-priced guy uh, that that seems that seems like it's going to be tough for this team to, to eat the salary. Remember what happened in the Brandon Cook situation, which, by the way, that apparently is still a thing. They, they couldn't get past stuff. They couldn't get past the next year's money. They couldn't get past uh, who's going to take on the, most of the salary. Who's going to take on uh, some of the dead money? These are all conversations that that, that they probably are having or have had, or maybe they've moved on from because they couldn't figure anything out. But I will say this, the wide receiver position is 100% something that the Cowboys are looking into. Uh, it's just a matter of if anything gets done, which is not breaking news, right? I ain't breaking no damn news. We'll get to the other guy here in a second, but we got lots of callers on the horn. And uh, I want to holler at them before we move on because we're going to talk about uh, Odell, and then we're going to talk about this this running back situation, and um, keep rocking out. So let's hit the phone lines. Let's get to let's get to D Shift first. He on the home. What's good, D Shift? What's going on, bro? What's up with you, man? Um, hi,
5: not much, dog. Um, uh, nah, I'm 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 liking what, what we're doing with the cap. Um, I think with, with Tyron Smith, continually mm-hmm. to give you kind of those deals. I know there was a lot of people. Uh, calling for Tyron's head in in a sense, uh, but I, I think he just kind of consistently proves that he's 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 there to uh, you know play for the team and provide service. Yes, and he recognizes, kind of like Sean Lee did, uh, recognizes, man, I got so much left, I can provide some stuff, but I it's it's fair, you know, it's fair that uh y'all want to you know have some of my money back. So um, I like what he's doing in that sense, which uh, they could have kind of did the same with Zeke. But I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm truly not. Uh, I, I'm kind of the, the guy that just kind of moves on and is ready to, to replenish this team with, with better talent. Um, so with the Zeke thing, um, I'm okay with. Uh, Gilmore kind of puts a domino piece into place because of it. It allows you to really replace Zeke, right, and and get a running back because you're solidified in the area that, that's more of a concern, I feel like, be B-back versus a running back. But now that you have those luxuries and your secondary now uh, and those assets, man, you can really um, kind of move on from Zeke. I like the approach from the front office of not being so much one foot in, one foot out. Well you're going to put your foot in, put put both of them in, goddamn, just put your whole body in. You they, know? They,
1: they, they have, a, they have the, the, the potential to put their whole body in. Right now, they still one foot in, but they have created, yeah. they've given themselves an opportunity to say, damn it, let's just go all in for this thing. So we I on we on pins and needles.
5: I think they put two feet in at the at the two foot area. <laughs> Maybe the three foot <laughs> area. They right on the set. They standing right there on the set. They tips, standing you know? right there. They,
1: okay, okay, yeah.
5: They're standing right there, and so they just still contemplating whether they're going to jump in. And of course, if you get DeAndre Hopkins, man, that's, well, that's you all the way in. in. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be greedy, man. I'm not going to be one of these get DeAndre, get Bobby Wagner, and while you at it, man, go trade for. Uh, I don't know. I don't I threw an idea about Vita Vea just because of oh, be Tampa fun. you know it's kind of on a, on a fire sale Um and I'd be very unexpected. But I'm going to let you get to your calls. Uh Scott, I just wanted to check in, man, and while I have some time, man. So Yes, sir. Uh good talking to you as always, bro.
1: Appreciate you, man. Good call. I want to touch on what he said about uh tiring, which I didn't really go into. I mean, this is definitely like you said, a Sean Lee type of situation. Um and and good for Tyron in the sense of this is a, a, a really, big pay cut. I have no idea if they want to Ezekiel Elliott for this. Maybe they just was like, hey, we're better off moving on. Um, this is a really big pay cut. What would that be? Anybody have like the cap hit? For Tyron, I don't know what that cap hit would be. Would the cap hit be six million? Like the cap hit be six million. But, but the, the cap hit doesn't seem like it's going to be that large. He has a, a, a guaranteed base salary of $3 million. I have no idea what the, what the total cap hit would be. But a lot of incentive-laden stuff here. Uh, this was a question that came up weeks ago when we were on Vossenborn Live. We said, well, what about if you bring back Tyron Smith uh, on, on an extremely team-friendly deal? I was like, what's the team-friendly deal? He was like, is it $5 million? Like, All right, whatever. Here's my thing, though. I don't want them to look at this like I, kept, you know, Tyron did a, a solid for us. We're going to roll with Tyron. We're going to trust Tyron. We're going to go into the draft. We're going to ignore offensive tackle or offensive guard, whichever left side player. We're going to ignore left side player until day three. That will worry me because I think they still need to attack that position. You cannot depend on Tyron Smith to play many games. And then you need to have a plan for your former first your other first round pick, Tyler Smith. I'm gonna be a left tackle, I'm not gonna be a left guard. What am I gonna be? I will give them this. They have not come out and said that Tyron is a starter. This this cut would insinuate that maybe he's not. Like I said, I heard a little report that they're still leaning on Tyler Smith being the left tackle. So maybe Tyron is your swing. And if Tyron is your swing, I can live with that. Because swing tackles play what, three, four games a year? I live with Tyron as my swing. He clearly wants to be a Dallas Cowboy, taking a massive pay cut one more year, and he's probably going to hang it up. I'm fine with that. I just don't want to rely on him being my starter. So until I hear more about that, I'm kind of on a TBD. Love that he took the pay cut. Love that he created money. So actually, I give that an A+. Plus. But after that, I'm on a TBD. What are we doing with him? We don't know. And I'm fine with not knowing right now. We got plenty of time. I ain't tripping about that. Good for Tyron to take a pay cut, stick around. Good for the Cowboys to create that cap space, and hopefully use it. Four six nine, what it is, what it do? What's up, man? What's up? Who this?
6: This is uh Henry.
1: Good morning, Henry.
6: So um, I was excited to hear that he got that starring.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> You cold. <laughs> I want to
6: see a different. I just want to see some speed up in here. That's all. So if you. Dallas decides to go with Diggs, I'm going to be cool with that. I want to see breakaway speed. Just you know, I like fast runners. That's all.
1: They got that with with uh, TP.
6: Nah, he ain't the fast fast runner. He's he's fast, but he's not fast fast like Tony Dorsett, Eric Dickerson, fast.
1: Sir. What? You know he has like the most thirty-plus yard touchdowns in one season in team history.
6: Yeah, but he—that's uh, more the offensive line than it is him. Sorry.
1: Oh, okay.
6: And the last real good run he had, in my opinion, was the um, the the Steelers game when he was a rookie. In my opinion, that was is really last best run
1: oh you're talking about zeke i, I said i said tp T- tp oh no
6: Latin. no no, tony tony Pollard. oh no i'm not worried about tony Pollard. tony Pollard's fine but i'm talking about like just speed speed like if, if dallas just gives
3: ooh,
6: i'm gonna be so happy but
1: yeah, you know,
6: yeah yeah we'll see i'm not sure what's gonna happen but um I'm excited for the team in that regard. Do you think they're going to draft a uh, quarterback?
1: Yeah, actually I do. Uh, I'm, I'm still leaning towards day three. I think they'll do it day three. At the okay. at the highest of draft picks, round three. Who do but, you,
3: who do you think they'll
1: draft? Uh, that 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 I can't give you that one. Uh, let's wait till we get thirty visits. That's important. And once we get to thirty visits, I'm pretty sure they'll probably invite about three of them.
6: And one more thing, do you think that the Georgia uh, quarterback will be drafted, Bennett?
1: Yes, I suppose. Yeah, he's old as hell. But 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 so was uh, Brandon Weeden. But he went in the first round. The Browns are, are crazy. Uh
6: oh, it's just that guy's size. I saw his size. I was like, uh oh.
1: Size, size, age, talent. Yeah, he's he's not he's not the greatest guy. Greatest prospect, in my opinion.
6: But hey dog, pr- appreciate no appreciate
1: the call, Mr. Henry. Uh, we're gonna no, keep no it moving. All right, man. Have a good one. I hope he was mistaken about TP. T P fast, dog. <laughs> he real fast. Another dude that is or was real fast prior to all the injuries was Odell Beckham Jr. And again, to to kind of put a cap on the wide receiver speculation. Uh, Mr. Jordan Schultz, who tweeted this morning that the Dallas Cowboys are interested, obviously, and have, have had positive discussions with Odell Beckham Jr. There we go. Have had discussions with Odell Beckham Jr. two-time pro two-time all-pro wide receiver. Odell Beckham has held positive discussions with the Cowboys. Sources tell the score. There are several teams interested, but Dallas would like to make it work. I'm told OBJ is seeking a multi-year contract. I think we, you know, some of that we, we've known in regards to the multi-year contract. The former there would have had positive discussions, I think is newer information. Um Look, the Cowboys have been interested. We know that. The Cowboys and Jerry Jones really wants this to happen. We know that. He's spoken with his mother. We know that. We really hadn't heard that the Cowboys have had direct communication with with uh, Odell and his people. This is the, the first time we're hearing that this week at the very least. So they are definitely trying to get someone. I felt like this, this energy was going to carry over after they struck out on Brandon Cooks last year at the trade deadline. We're kind of revisiting the same thing including Brandon Cooks, D-Hop, Odell. They're trying to swing, right? They're trying to swing if it's not for defenses, if you don't believe it's for defenses, the they're trying to at least hit a double or a triple. D-Hop's for defenses. Odell is like a double triple, you know. Same thing with Cooks. They're trying. Whether it happens or not, it's a different story. But as much as I said earlier, I like DeAndre Hopkins. I would love to have him here. I don't know that the Cowboys will be able to come to a, an agreement, will be able to compromise enough or are savvy enough to make that happen. But Odell, that's easier. Now, question I pose to you guys. Dallas would like to make it work. I'm told Odell Beckham is seeking a multi-year contract. Would you sign Odell Beckham to a multi-year contract? Would you sign Odell Beckham to a multi-year contract? I think a lot of us would like to have DeAndre Hopkins. That's clear. But if that doesn't happen, OBJ seems like the most obvious fit from a if-healthy standpoint. That's the problem. He hasn't stayed healthy. I don't think he got any more ACLs left. Can you depend on him, et cetera, et cetera? I'm going to stand put on what I said earlier about Odell Beckham. He is not my number one priority at the position. I will swing for all those other guys. And if I miss, I don't mind landing on an Odell Beckham. Let's see here. Uh, Professor O, yes. Nikki says you can't depend on him. Yep. A year? No, no. He's a China dog. Yes, we pretty much split on here. No. I think that's a yes. Prove it deal. Not for 20 million. I don't think he's going to get 20 million. Um, I, I don't think so. That's why I was looking at the Juju Smith-Schuster contract. Like, three years, 33 million. I don't know the details of that, but just the obvious annual salary. That's 11 million per. I feel like I would 100% offer that. I don't know that another team is going to offer Odell Beckham some outrageous contract. I feel like... 11 million per is fair with obviously a bunch of incentives to protect yourself. If we start getting north of 14, 15 million dollars and it's going to hurt your salary cap right now, or, you know, stop you from going out and grabbing another person or getting a deodorant, app. You know, now you got to have a conversation that this doesn't make make sense anymore. But if we're talking about three year, $35 million deal with some protections and outs after a year or two, I don't think it hurts you. I don't think it hurts you. So we're pretty much split on this uh, Odell Beckham. I don't think he's going to get $20 million. If he does, I would be shocked that a team would be that stupid enough to do that. Now watch he come out and get an outrageous contract. An outrageous contract. Uh, he wants some Jerry Greenbacks, Daniel... James says first for Diggs. Yeah, I don't think they're going to take a $45 million cap hit. Look, I'm in on Hartman. Surf, 100%. I'm in on Hartman. He got two broke legs. (laughs) He do got two two broke legs. But, yeah, that's what uh, Jordan Schultz is saying. They've had discussions, which are obvious. The Cowboys want him. or should say this. Jerry Jones really wants Odell Beckham. What do you Cowboys Nation? Uh, let's get Twan from, from Connecticut. What's good, Twan?
7: What's good, Skywalker? How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, good sir. How you feeling about this this wide receiver speculation?
7: Man, i would be honest, I wanna comment on the dude Henry prior to the call when he said I was excited about A Z Elliott getting um, Oh, okay cut. Yeah. That was that's horrible. That's horrible. You, you at the Cowboys fan, horrible like that. Cause Zeke he, he gave us precious years. That's that's one. Two. To be honest, guy, I really want to go after D. Hop. I don't even want to play with Odell Beckham. Just just go after D. Hop. He's a better he's a better receiver. Less injuries. Any quarterback he had, you give him Dak Prescott we low-key got two number one honestly that's, that's really that's really how I feel same thing with C.D. Lamb and Amari type situation my honestly got opinion
1: so yeah and I want to go after DeAndre Hopkins as well but what if you what if you can't land DeAndre Hopkins are you just would you be out on the position altogether uh professionally and just just, just wait for the draft or would you still try to swing for somebody else <laughs>
7: I try to swing for somebody else. I try to. I probably try to swing for Brandon Cook, then Odell Beckham, to be honest. Because right. like Odell, them, 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 them knees, boy, them knees. They bad stuff.
1: They bad. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a big bad. risk, you know, with with Odell Beckham. He just he hasn't been a healthy dude. Yeah,
7: man. But we'll we'll see, Sky. I ain't gonna Indeed. hold you up too long, man. We'll see.
1: Hi right, man, appreciate the call, man. We got a 717 Harrisburg number up in here. Who this? Yo, 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 yo. What up, Will? What up? Who this? It's Kurt. It's Kurt. Oh shit, it's Ron. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Ryan been rocking with this show for years. First time you done called it. What up, bro? Nothing much, man. I don't want nothing, man. I just wanted to say I'm proud of you. Congratulations with all
6: your success. Um, and keep My going, man. You're doing your thing.
1: Salute, fam. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. My guy, Kurt from Harrisburg, 717 in the building. Let's get Lowe's. Lowe's, what's good? Good morning, Sky. Can you hear me? Yes, sir.
3: Hey, just real quickly, man. Hey. Thank you, Zeke, man. Hey, I don't know. Who, who was that caller that was Zeke's guy? I
1: Only forgot, know, but, hey. I, I, I don't I, know. I, I know, I know Twan. Twan is, 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 is Zeke is Twan's guy, yeah.
4: Yeah, y'all, y'all better start
3: checking on his blood pressure because he thinks they're going to be Cowboys are done, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, nah. yeah, that's here and there. But, I, like I said, I mean, I think with us letting Zeke go, can literally us focus on the change of basically whatever we need, which is, you know, running back, wide receiver, and maybe some other skilled players that we need. Because am I crazy, Sky? I think we are are able to compete in the NFC right now. We're just two or three oh, yeah. pieces away. And, and I think if Cowboys are able to acquire those pieces, man, Sky, I mean, it's hey, you're you're heading into the season with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC, a new plan with a hopefully a new scheme and a, a more balanced approach. Yeah. And if Cowboys can hit all those notes, I mean, hey, we can make some noise, but it all depends on what they want to do. But if I were to choose the wide receiver right now, I think it would be D-Hop just because I feel like he goes more for that game. And Odell has shown, I'm not saying he's injury prone, people but say he, he has shown that, you know, he has shown that after a but while, he can just, get injured or whatnot.
1: Yeah. Let me just say this Go about ahead. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is for everybody's game. Right.
3: Correct. And, yeah. and I mean, you, he makes any quarterback easier. I mean, yeah. look at the guys that has thrown
1: to him over the years. Exactly. So you,
3: you get a guy yeah. like that to throw to him. You yeah, know, we're
1: talking about DeAndre Hopkins, yo. But but uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for that.
3: And I'll leave you with this guy. I don't know if you look at Twitter. Most of the Cowboys are trying to recruit D-Hop right now. So we'll see how it goes. And let's see if Stephen Jones has that. You know,
1: fuck it. Here comes the money sound for all these players. No, no, right, no, 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 no. You take care? Yeah. Appreciate you, Los. It will not be here comes the money if you do that. It will be.
4: jell beats. Holla
1: at me. <laughs> all right, brother. Hey, hey, hey. i you, dog. But it ain't happening, so I ain't getting my hopes up for that. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you a lot, Los. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Parsons is, is recruiting him. 717 I see you Lee Kurt feel good man Kurt been Kurt been rocking since we I was on First Down Podcast I tell you about the other podcasts all the time but y'all really I wasn't on YouTube at the time I was doing this on Facebook we were discussing everything man we had I got we had a whole show with him It's, it's, it's dope man it's dope when when people from your hometown has been rocking with you for so long appreciate that a whole lot for real it means a ton but I'm hitting the shmoney dance if they get D hop Think I'm playing? I ain't a TikToker. They trying to make me TikTok, but I, I we 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 be TikToking with the shmoney dance if we get D hot. All right, there's a lot of callers, so I want to get I don't want to bog this down uh, with, with, with just callers just quite yet. We're gonna do that after I get to this part right here, which is the Ezekiel Elliott thing everybody keeps bringing up. Look, we, we know we did our our sentiments with Zeke yesterday on the volume. I was playing around on one part. Look, man, seriously, it it is an end of an era. He 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 really gave everything for the Cowboys. He cleaned up his act from a maturity standpoint, right? He was a a, a, a first class citizen, you know. After he went through what he went through and was was an immature twenty something year old. It happens. You know what I'm saying? He he did a lot for this team. meant a lot for this team obviously you know injuries started to pile up wear and tear started to pile up usage wasn't as efficient um and he just it was just time to move on I'm not as sentimental about the Ezekiel situation as a lot of fans because I just never was attached to it in that manner I was more I was more gutted from a Dez Bryant situation because I was attached more emotionally uh with Dez I just felt like I was dead, right? That passion, that fire. that, that, that I, He was my guy. He was my favorite player in the league at the time. So I get people who Zeke is their favorite player in the league. I'm not about to come at you. Uh, for me, I think this is the right move. I think this will make the team better if they make the correct moves following it, right? Like, you I don't think you can drop the ball at running back. If you do that, then you're just bad. And I don't think you have a bad personnel department in regards to Will McClay. Obviously, you can you can attack the uh NFL draft, and I think they should, and I think they will. Obviously, you can rely on the Malik Davises and the Tony Pollards of the world. Which got me to thinking. So three running backs that got the tag Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, uh the Giants running back, Saquon Barkley. They all got the tag at $10 million. Have y'all seen the running back market? Did, did the Cowboys I hate to use this term, drop the ball, fumble the bag, whatever you want to call it? Did, did the Cowboys fumble the franchise tag again? I think that's a tough question to answer. I like to ask y'all tough or to ask. I like to ask y'all a tough question. Did the Cowboys fumble the tag? A lot of people in general didn't even want to use a tag on Tony Pollard. So there's that. He's getting $10 million this year. That $10 million is more than like 90% of the current running back market right now. Period. Like overall contracts. (laughs) It's more than all but three running backs right now. The three biggest names, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, Jamal Williams, all signed for three and four-year deals. Jamal Williams, remember yesterday we talked about Jamal Williams. He said, hey, if he gets signed for that $4.5 million is actually lower, that's not a lot of money. What'd he get signed for? Three years, $12 million. Four million guaranteed. I'm sorry, four million per. David Montgomery got three years, 18, 6 million per. Miles Sanders got four for 25, 6.2 million per. Now, I'm not saying that if Tony Pollard hit the free agency market, that he wouldn't garner a Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, or maybe higher. But for a guy that got injured, I do at the last you know game of the year, I do wonder if his market would have been nerfed a little bit and he would have floated around the David Montgomery, Miles Sanders uh area. So one year $10 million did the Cowboys fumble the franchise tag they should have never used it says uh, DA Trey said not gonna lie I would have won after Barkley if he didn't get tagged huh T-Max says they fumbled it like Tony Romo in the playoff game it's deep it's, uh, it ain't tough at all hell yeah if you draft Bijan John Robinson you spend the same I don't know that B. John Robinson cost you $10 million at pick 26 year one. So I don't think that's correct. This is kind of where I'm at, Kendall. It's one year, so no. Right, so let's add more context to this thing. It's not like they're paying him $10 million per year for the next three, four, five years, whatever, right? It's not like the $10 million doesn't allow them to go out and spend money in cap. Or spend money in free agency because they still have money. They got twenty million dollars worth of cap space. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. If this, if this ten million dollars hampered them from going out to spend money, going making a trade for a Stephon Gilmore, yeah, I would say, man, they dropped the ball on this one. If this ten million dollars, this, 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 you know, they come back in the season and Tony Pollard is just used to run up the a gap and they just misuse him. He's not using the passing game, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, then they fumbled the bag. But as we currently stand right now, I am not. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Especially since you're moving on from Ezekiel Elliott. Could you have moved on from Zeke NTP and went out and signed a Jeff Wilson, Jamal Williams? Sure, you could have. So I'm not mad at it. It's one year, and I don't think they'll. they'll I personally don't think they'll they'll sign. Tony Pollard to a long-term deal. I feel like they're going to go into this thing and say, look, we don't want to spend a lot of money on the running back position. The market is super nerfed. I mean, look, this isn't Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson era. And he ain't that from those times. So I don't think he's going to get that type of money. But if history has showed us positions of lower value, the tight end position, running back position, these guys will usually get these extensions after the tag like that. Maybe Barkley does. Maybe Josh does. We'll see. But another year of wear and tear on the body, I, you know, I think this is the correct move to not extend him. Now, if they do, then, then it has to work with the money and it has to work with the usage. You better use the hell out of him for the next two to three years. There's just no dilly-dallying around with him. Ah, one game, he gets five touches. Like you can't play around like that. Use him and then move on. No difference. It just plays on attack. tag. Use them and then move on. So the running back market, I think, is shaping up. I'm not surprised that it's it's nerfed because that's just the running back position. But for the Cowboys, they, they now just have Malik Davis and Tony Pollard. Uh, Rico Dowdle is a restricted free agent. I don't even know if I would even put a tender on it. Ten, Yeah, if I would even put a tender on it. I don't think I would do it. For what? For who? For what? So the Cowboys have to do something in free agency, right? Like they, I mean, technically they could just draft two rookie running backs. Let me ask you all that. Would you like the Cowboys to sign a free agent or just flat out draft two running backs? Hmm? The available free agents. There's guys like Kareem Hunt out there. Uh, Damian Harris is out there. Dante Foreman is out there who had a solid year last year and i'm trying to name some power type backs but the guy that i think makes a ton of sense, a ton of sense for the cowboys is a guy that i think y'all are going to hate y'all going to throw tomatoes at me y'all going to say sky you're absolutely out of your mind i think leonard davis makes sense leonard fournette i think leonard fournette makes sense so let me explain but first off i want to hear y'all absolutely click out of the stream throw your phones down walk off suck your teeth i know i know Leonard Fournette, 3.8 yards per carry. He only had three touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, what did we tell you? was terrible last year. Look, hear me out. I'm going to let y'all get it off. And then I want y'all to hear me out. All right, go ahead. Throw the tomatoes. There you go, there you go, there you go. So Leonard Fournette, I think if you go back and watch Leonard Fournette, or if you just want to look at numbers, you can. I think at this current moment, Leonard Fournette is a better pass-catching option than Ezekiel Elliott. I think we can all agree on that. He's a better pass-catching option than Ezekiel Elliott. Ignore the numbers. Again, sometimes people be like, well, those are just numbers. Those are opportunities. This is true. Go watch it. Go watch how he still has some fluidity in his hips when he's catching a rock. He still has some wiggle in open space. This isn't a a stiff guy that has injuries, have caught up to him or anything like that. No, 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 no. Leonard Fournette can be a pass-catching option. Why are you harping on pass catches? 60 receptions over the last three seasons. 60-something, 70-something, 70-something. So he can be an actual option. This isn't a guy, oh, Leonard Fournette's in the game. They ain't going to throw him the ball. Nope, they can. Why am I bringing this up? Because the Cowboys are going to be running a little bit more West Coast. And when you're running the West Coast, you dump the ball off to your running back. And if you're going to dump the ball off to your running back, you don't want to be pigeonholed and give away showing your cards when a certain running back's in the game. Tony Pollard's in the game, he can run it, we can throw it. When Zeke was in the game, probably going to run it. Likely not going to throw it to him. If Dante Forman's in the game, probably going to run it, you're not going to throw it to him. Same thing with Damian Harris, etc. Like these big power backs that don't do anything in the pass catching department. Lenny can. Lenny has proven to be a very valuable weapon in the pass catching game. Oh, and you don't lose the power. He does not. You do not lose the power. A lot of people, we need a power back, right? We need that ying to the yang. We need somebody to compliment Tony Pollard. I present to you, Leonard Fournette. (laughs) I know we joke around playoff Lenny. I mean, when you get to the playoffs, he usually play well. Except against the Cowboys this past year. He only had five carries in that game. But he gives you that power. Well, then, Scott, why the hell he wasn't that good last year running? Much like this current version of Ezekiel Elliott, you still need to be able to block it for Leonard Fournette. Okay? This isn't the Tony Pollard where I say, hey, look, if you can't block it up, at least Tony Pollard can find a way to make something happen because he has that wiggle, that agility, that big playability. Bars. That's not, that's not necessarily Leonard Fournette. it got to be blocked up, just like it has to be blocked up for Ezekiel Elliott. What happened last year? Tampa Bay just absolutely sucked at run block. Their offensive line saw the turnover, and you saw the production from their O-line drop immensely. I got some numbers for you if you don't believe me. In 2022, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ranked 31st in run block win rate. The Dallas Cowboys... Seventh. Per football outsiders, the Cowboys were fifth in power success. Tampa Bay, 25th. Okay. So what does it look like when Leonard Fournette has a solid run blocking team? Let's go back one season in 2021. 2021, Leonard Fournette averaged 4.5 yards per carry. By the way, the last time Ezekiel Elliott has averaged 4.5 yards per carry... Was in 2019. Okay. The Bucks offensive line just last year in 2021, one season removed, was second in power success, eighth in run stuff, and fourteenth at second level yards. Good offensive line, good run blocking offensive line. Good Leonard Fournette. Bad run blocking offensive line. Bad Leonard Fournette. Running receiving he still was a very good receiving uh, option out the backfield for tom brady what's guy isn't he a guy that got a a lot of tread on his tires nope 189 carries 180 carries and 97 carries are what leonard fournette has had the last three seasons not a guy that has 2,000 carries on his body for instance zeke had 244 237 and 231 over the last three years You want power. You want some versatility. You want a guy that's on the cheap. Also, there's no pressure to play him if you draft a guy. If a guy is hot, there's no politics that have to happen. I present to you Leonard Fournette. I'm saying, man, it's all there. He can catch out the backfield. He gives you the power. Can he pass block? That's not his forte. I'm not going to say a lot. if you go look at the, the the grades or what have you about him pass blocking, or you can go look at what he did to Mike and everybody gets all in their bag about that. But I'm not about to sit here and be like, no on, on a specific running back because he's not an extra tackle. I'm sorry, y'all. That's not what I'm signing this running back to do that. That's something that we need to, if we got to coach you up to do, we'll coach you up to do. He got the body to deal with it. This isn't a little guy. But I think Leonard Fournette checks all the boxes of the missing aspect of the running game that you lose with an Ezekiel Elliott. In fact, you actually gained something. And and that's, that's the pass catching part. So you could say, well, Sky, we lose blocking. Well, I'll give you pass catching. Won't we lose power? Nope. Leonard Fournette gives you power. Tony Pollard. Leonard Fournette, Malik Davis, and get me a running. I don't give a damn where you draft the back. You you can you can draft the back wherever. I think that works. I think that works. I, I I've said it last year. I'm 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 over the workhorse back. I don't need any of my backs, including Tony Pollard, to be a twenty carry a game guy. The only time I need him to be a twenty plus touch carry whatever game guy is in the high profile or swing games. And playoffs. I don't need, 17-game season. I don't need my backs to take this pounding. People, well, I don't think Tony Pollard can carry the load. I don't think ZQ Elliott can carry the load. (laughs) This is in 2016. These are 17-game seasons. I need three, at least three running backs to be able to tote the rock during the season. I need four running backs on my roster because if one goes down, I need one to come up and help tote the rock when one goes down. Leonard Fournette doesn't got a lot of bodies. He's played in 14, 16, and 16 games over the last three seasons. Doesn't got a lot of wear and tear. He can pass catch, and he's a power back. Check, check, checkmate. Now, you can hate me. You can hate it, but it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. I want to hear from Coach Mar. What's good, Coach Mar.
8: Hey, Sky. What's going on? What's um, on I I, I, <laughs> I don't agree with the line before that thing, but I I I'll let you I let you go go. With no, that no. One.
1: This is but, I I but want you, people to tell me. Like, I knew y'all were going to hate this, so so I want to know why not and see if I can if I can if I can use my term. Is that fair
8: though? Why not? On yeah. He doesn't have a lot of trail on the title because every week he on the, if he's going to play the list. No, he he
1: <laughs> plays. Leonard Fernandez played in yeah, 14, but, 16, and 16 games over the last three seasons.
8: Right. And, and I'm sorry,
1: 13, 14, and 16 and, games. So, actually, he's playing more yeah, games as the years go on.
8: Right. And, and, and last year, and yes, and when we talk about targets for him to catch the ball, yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you gotta you gotta target your guys. If you look at his stats, you'll you think well, he's better catching than Tony Pollard.
1: Well, that's why yeah. I said don't look at the stats. If you if you were listening, yeah, I said don't look at the stats. Yeah. Go watch him. Yeah. And yeah. when you when you watch yeah. him in the passing department, he's comfortable in the passing pass game department. He has some fluidity in his hips in the pass game department, and he's he's a, he's a real legitimate option there. Yeah.
8: Yeah, we don't. We didn't, you know. And I think this offense with this year, we'll target our running backs more than too. seventy times in the whole year. I do too. To combine, that's that's crazy. But uh, um, but we're talking about making this this team better. And yes, we do need to pick up. We definitely need to get a a uh, a veteran um uh agent running back. The yeah. and and I like two of the names I've been pushing. Well, 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 Ago, I've been pushing um, Damian Harris because, you know, I do the Zeke thing may come. I like Damian Harris. Um, he's, he's, he knows how to be in the rotational system. So he's good with that. That's what he did in New England. And he's, um, he could block. He's explosive. He's a complete type back. Um, and he's, he can run outside, the inside. Um, he had some injury problems last year with my hamstring that was bad. But if you look at the previous years, he's a touch, he's an inside, of, uh, He's going to get you those tough yards. he get you a lot of touchdowns inside the red zone um, and like, as well like. as. And, and Foreman might be a, a pick here. I think they might lean to Foreman, and this is the reason why, because he's a Texas guy. And you know how the Cowboys love getting hometown guys that's from Texas or have have that relation to Texas. So they may bring him in because they're going to get him for cheap, and sure. they love you know promoting that Texas type type thing. So that's where former comes in at. So I like those two guys if because I think we can get them in very cheap. Um, But I do think we need somebody in there so we well, can
1: make total power of that weapon. Damien Harris, market value, of, surprisingly, is at $7 million. And Spotrack has been kind of on the money here lately. Oh. So
8: Well, really, uh, but he's he not going to get $7 million if everybody else been getting all this. So now, right. he's not been passing first. So you you know he's gonna be down. I mean, even if he's lower
1: than that, even if he's like five million, I, I feel like I don't know if the Cowboys would would do that. My my only thing about and this was the the drawback from a Damian Harris informant, in, in which I actually like those guys as runners. Again, you said it. You said it straight out of your mouth. They are gonna throw the ball to their running backs a lot this year, and when you go look at them as pass catchers, that ain't their game. You know, hasn't historically been their game, and they I don't think they're they're a better option there than Leonard. Um, so you know, if you're willing if you're okay with saying, hey, look, we want a one-dimensional guy, uh that that may we may tip our hat, that's fine. If you just want the guy, hey, we're gonna give him seven carries, you know, eight carries just to be our power guy, Damian Harris and, and Dante Foreman is your guy, right? Because you're still gonna give some carries to Malik and you're still obviously gonna give majority of those carries to Tony Pollard. So I'm I'm fine with yeah. that if you're not if you're if you're not trying to Disguise anything because you're not doing it with Damian Harris and, and Dante Foreman. That's you're running the ball nine times out of 10, or they're going to stay in for pass blocking options.
8: Right. And then, and, and, and it's basically where my, where McCarthy uh, and when we talk about running backs, yeah, it's basically what you, what you feel your offense, what's really important to your offense. If yeah. your offense is, if, if the running game is a, a, a change of speed, a um just to show you uh type of a run game, yes we can go in the draft and get those guys and and we can and 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 get and really don't have to have any running running game. No, we can get some running backs, but we don't have to have any running backs that's prominent if that's if that's if that's how your
1: office is built. So if you look around the league and that's how you have to do it. Most, most offenses, uh, if you look around the league, most offenses don't have some, just one guy anymore. And the dudes that, the teams that did, they're kind of getting rid of them. Uh, Dalvin Cook is on a right, trade block. It, King yeah. Henry's on a trade block. Zeke is is cut, um, you know, so you gotta be, a you gotta either A, be a dual threat guy or or B, be a part of a uh, committee.
8: Right. So you got, and you, and you, and, and you gotta be, you gotta have that guy that goes. But I wanted to say this. You brought up something early in your commentary. You know, if we're trying to get better, I, I understand what we're talking about we're trying to get better in the running game or with Ezekiel Elliott. But I think it's a travesty if we're trying to get better, that we bring back a guy that does have no market value and he show you he had no market value. And the NFL sees exactly what I've been seeing all year long and, and clambering the table at, the that's LVE. Uh, and that's LVE.
1: Oh, you mean run defense?
8: Right. That's LBE with the LVE. With you see, I've been saying all along we could talk about yeah. And I think you mentioned one time how we low valued our expectations of linebacker because a guy plays. Oh, he played better the last five games because we look at it and say if he plays a little bit better, we like okay, he playing better. But if we really look at it, what could this defense be if we had? A guy like Bobby Wagner. We would probably be saying, uh, I guarantee
1: we we'll would be saying, no, we'll be saying, Man, our defense line is as bad as we think it is. Maybe. Maybe. We maybe, think it's but bad but, because Well, we no, no, got no. I, I don't I don't think it's line. bad. You know, I've never I've never said that. But I think right. we, we we do need to get better on the interior. I mean, that's that's clear as day. I'm not saying they're they're bad players, but we don't got enough dudes up front. And you get more dudes up front. That's going to help a guy like an LVE. And then if you get a super, a superhero dude like Wagner, that's just going to make him even better.
8: You know? Right. Yeah. And I just think we just. I think that the league has showed us in two years when you when you went over that contract that that really shows you that the league itself, alongs the guys that you put on your list, uh, would have made this defense a much better defense. For just a tad bit more
1: money, you know what I? That's all. I think this is funny because I'm going. I'm going to make a weird analogy here. You know how I make fun of how Kellen Moore can't win the room, like the reason why he's not a head coach yet is because I don't think he can win the room. He can't win over a general manager or an owner. I think LVE has won over Dan Quinn. He won the room. Like Dan loves this dude, and I just think he's like, "F it, this is my guy." We're going. We're going to keep bringing them back until the wheels fall off. I, I think he just. He just. He just won over Dan Quinn, man.
8: Yeah, and 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 my, the landing plane. When we were talking about the wide receivers, D. Hop will be my my first choice. Um, uh, I I I think he's. You know, he's that type of guy. Odell Beckham. Yes, I'm. I'm very leery of the. I was leery when we were talking about picking him up, and everybody was so. And now by picking him up last year before, you know, they found out he wasn't going to work out. I, I said that same thing last year that I don't, I can't trust his, his injury history. But I really think it's going to come down to uh, either him um, or come down to D-Hop if they really want to do that trade because I think they're trying to wait Arizona out because Arizona going to release him. because He's not going to play in Arizona this year. So either they're going to trade him or they're going to let him go. That's just point blank. I don't think they can bring him back after they after this and I don't think he wants to play there. But D Hop I mean D Hop is my choice. But Brandon Cook is still on the on the horizon with them because I think they can fit that sixteen million dollars. They just that one year left on his contract with that sixteen million. Mm-hmm. And they will sign a guy for a little longer because um even though they restructured uh, Michael Gallup's contract, they still got it out next year. So I don't. I think whoever they bring in here, if he does exceptionally well, oh, really? um, Michael Gallup will be gone next year. And they'll either you draft somebody in the draft.
1: I thought or I heard they if
8: they can get opened up yeah. to the speed. What you say?
1: What's the? So I thought I, I thought I had heard Michael Gallup would this this renegotiate or sorry this restructure actually would keep him here in 2024. But I'm actually gonna look at these numbers to see.
8: Yeah, cause I think I think all of his money. So when you pushed him, when you, you got that seven million, that might have made it a little, a little, a little. I think he had three million dollars. If if they have kept his contract like well, it's been like a three minute a dead dead hit for uh, twenty four. But since they pushed that seven million dollars back, now it may be a ten million dead hit. But that's still not a big dead hit to it's get 13. out of that. Yeah, it's thirteen. Yeah, so that's not real hard to get out of that. It's not like a massive get out. But they got an out to get out of his contract. If they sign a guy and they feel this guy's going to be their number two receiver going forward, they may say, okay, we'll sign a bigger, longer deal and because and we know we can get out of that. And we hope we can develop a third wide receiver with Tobit or somebody that we got in the draft to be that third wide receiver going forward in 24.
1: Big year for uh, Michael Gallup. Appreciate the call, coach. Yeah, yeah. Alright, brother. Let's keep it trucking. We got a lot of people on the horn, including Land Lowe from Alabama. What up? What's happening with
2: you guys? What up, man? <laughs> you hear me loud and clear, or I need to I
1: can hear you. I I can hear background but but I, I got you.
2: Okay, okay. I was just tripping off of uh what you said about uh our boy playoff Lenny, man. <laughs> hey. Who's <laughs> gonna, gonna build who's gonna build House, guy? Who gonna bail Micah out? Oh, that'd That's be, what I want to know. Look,
1: look, talk about competition at practice. Ooh.
2: <laughs> man, we they'll be doing full fledged hitting out there. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got time for that guy. Hey, we man. we trying to keep our young goat. Man, we got we got to keep him out of out of prison. That's the number one goal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, y'all, yeah, man, hey, man, it it it's about Zeke, man. But I just. This is this the nature of the business, man. I ain't going to lie. Like, I was fine before I started looking at pictures and everybody remembering them and stuff, you know. Yeah, like he passed it away. Got,
1: I mean, the dude still breathes.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it kind of got to me semi. I was like, yeah. But it's the business, man. It's the nature of the business, man. And yeah. then, like I say, man, you got to do what's best for the team, and hopefully we can get better. You know what I'm saying? Because it is a possibility that we can get worse, too. But I think we can actually get better if we do the right thing.
1: Same. I, I feel like they drop the run, ball if they get worse. Because this is... I don't think this is this yeah. is hard to... The running back position is not hard to get productivity out of. The the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey and their run game actually got better. And Christian McCaffrey is, yeah. is way yeah. better than, than this current version of Ezekiel Elliott. So.
2: Yeah, you're right. I just say, like, because, you know, it is semi-risky because you, cause you, cause you're banking on Tony being back to his 100% self after a while. And then if not, you know, you're going to lean a little more on Malik. I like Malik, though. But you're going to lean a little more on Malik. That's an unknown. And then, you know, the mystery third person who you try trying to bring in hell, that's an unknown. So it is yeah. a small element of risk, but I think we can get better, though. I ain't gonna lie. yeah
1: that that position i'm not afraid of unknown because that i think that position is more known than unknown now i'm sounding like i'm sounding like uh law nation but, but, but no, i'm not known, <laughs> right. but like like law <laughs> right, i feel like you you what you see is what you get with a running back now now how that translate to your your scheme with your run blocking that's a different story that's really what what the unknown is like what is what is your scheme what is your run blocking but the actual talent, the traits, whatever that back brings, it's there on film. It's just a matter of being able to translate it with that specific team.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I knew they weren't realistically going to be able to keep them, man. It just, that's nah. that's just terrible team building if you pay that much to a running back Like I said, no one doing that. No one. <laughs> Nobody. And we just seeing the champs do it with a rookie. So, like, I know it's a little unknown, but it's so many backs in this draft, man. It's yes. so many backs yes. that could come and fill in this void, you know what I'm saying? And the type of back that we looking for, you probably can get him in the fifth. You know what I'm saying? It's so many electric backs out here that we already got our, basically, we already got our electric back. But I kind of want to turn into some of the people's mindset, man. Do y'all it's y'all it seems like most cowboy fans feel like Tony Pollard is a half a running back. Do y'all feel like that? What
1: do you mean by half a running back?
2: Basically it's like they they we must get somebody else and because he cannot carry the load at all. Like it's not even an option.
1: I think it'd be irresponsible to, to not, you know, have, have a a partner or two with him. Kind of explained it earlier, you know, a seventeen game season. I don't think you want to have a running back carry the load. If it was 2003, 2010, maybe 1990, something, you know, that that workhorse running back makes more sense in in 2023. I don't think it makes any sense, man. You know, at a position that that, that deals with a bunch of hits that deals with a bunch of wear and tear, I feel like you need more running backs. You need a tandem or a committee uh, approach. And honestly, if you go back and look at, you know, history since the 2000s, there's been a handful of teams that have won the Super Bowl with you know multiple or got to the Super Bowl with multiple backs performing and not just you know one guy. So I mean, I, I don't I don't think yeah, I would I'm rely on Tony probably.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm not just saying let it be the Tony show, but I'm just saying I think I I value what he brings to the table probably a little more than other people because I, I think oh that's, a different, well, that's thing a different that's a different conversation time. though,
1: right? Isn't that two different yeah, conversations yeah, I, like? You can value what Tony Pollard brings to the table and say, "I don't want to make him the workhorse back." This is what I said earlier. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me yeah. know. If, let me know if this makes sense. The, the time to give TP okay. the twenty plus touches are in swing games, in the playoffs. That makes sense. Fair. Like when it's when when it's time yeah. to lean yeah. on your dudes, you lean on your dudes. Throughout the season, where you yeah. got to monitor, like I got I got to monitor. You know, what guys are getting, I.T., people and give you 17 a day. Uh, Malik Davis, you're going to get, you know, your 10 or your 12 or whatever, your 10, whatever, and then whoever they draft or whoever they sign, whatever, you're going to get your little 7, 8. You know, you, you make sure you continue to, to 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 utilize all these guys to keep them, you know, healthy, number one, or fresh, number two, so when it's time to lean on those dudes, they're not worn down. And I think that's
2: what you get from a veteran O.C., he knows when it's time Fair. to call his guy's number. Fair. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Mike knows that, yeah. you know. And, like, I keep going back to this because it got me excited now that I know that Mike is going to be calling the plays. You remember they had an interview early in the Ooh, year. I know and they you're was going. like, Mike was like, look, Mike was like, I had a play sheet for my guys. Yeah. He had a whole play sheet yeah. for his star guys. So, man, just yep. imagine that we doing stuff like that in these important games where you got – where you depending upon C.D. Lamb instead of Noah Brown and these other role players, man, when you actually utilizing your guys. Like, and then if, if C.D. eating like he was in the game, keep going to that well. If Tony started eating – because I, I ain't going to lie. I feel like Tony started heating up at the end of that game, like right before he got hurt, bro. It felt like Tony oh, was he- going to start breaking open.
1: Yeah, no I mean- lie. Yeah, I mean, look—you give Tony Pollard, you know, 12, 15 touches. He he gonna make something shape. That's just how I feel. He gonna make something yep. shape. Yeah. He, 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 what What Denzel Washington say? I'm leaving here with something. I'm from around the way. I'm leave, Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving here with something. TP but, like, from like Memphis. he's leaving man, here with just, something. You know what I mean? I on mean,
2: like, I just feel like I just feel like it was a that was a. Big time upgrade with us just moving on from Kellen. I know Kellen did some successful things. He had a, actually a decent run with us, but when it comes to the big time moments and the big time games, man, you would trust somebody with experience. Yeah. I use one of them it words. Comes. Like, would you get a would you get a student doctor, or would you want a doctor that's been doing it for thirty years? Because this is the surgery is a critical situation. You want somebody who know what they doing. You know what I'm saying? So that's the analogy I use. It's like, I don't want a guy coming straight out of uh, school operating on me. And that's the analogy I use to this offense. Like, in those critical situations, when the rubber meets the road, I want somebody who got a bag of experience that he can refer to. And we, we haven't had that for a minute, man. And I feel like it's almost a given that we're going to be back in those situations, you know what I'm saying, especially with the defense we just assembled. And I think we just one piece of weight. But if we can get a couple of more pieces on this offense, man, some O-line help and a receiver, hey, I'm telling you, the way the NFC looking, bro, it, it really could be one of them years. That, like, I ain't going to get to saying the SB word, but it really could be, bro. Yeah,
1: that's I, why, it really could be. That's why I think they should go for it, man. And going forward for Dallas, and I'll say this again on this show because I, I said it on Vacher's show. I haven't said it on my show. All-in for Dallas is not all-in for the rest of the league because Dallas can draft well. They know how to do that. But all-in for the rest of the league is, is probably signed, spending $200 million in free agency. All-in for the Cowboys is probably making one or two tier, tier one, tier two type of moves. So it don't take much for Cowboys to go all-in
2: and like like uh you said and Brian brother said the same thing man this is a 12 and 5 team it don't take as much for us we don't have to start at a blank canvas we could just finish finish off with the details you and know then, what i'm saying we don't have to throw everything away throw the baby out with the bath water as they say yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah but i, I appreciate you, though scott man you know i had to tap in with
1: yes sir make sure y'all tune into the trap house later with land low from Alabama Appreciate you, dog.
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man.
1: That interview he's talking about, I want to say it's the same interview where he put his hand around Kellen Moore's neck and um, was talking about the option routes and, and, and we got to be smarter. We're going to come up with a better play sheet. He was—he definitely came out and said, oh, man, if it was me, which was crazy as hell to say, if it was me, you know, I'd have a play sheet for Tony Pollard. I have a play sheet for Zeke Elliott. Yada, yada, yada. He was telling us, man, at the beginning of the year, he was telling us everything we needed to hear about who was really running this offense, man. But, but I think McCarthy was like, "I right, look, this is enough, fam. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change." At the very least, Kellen, I need you to hit this number. I ain't telling you what type of plays to run. I ain't telling you you can't do your razzle-dazzle. Actually, I am. Stop with that shit because they stopped doing it. But you got to hit this number. Okay? And he did. You know, Kellen Moore came straight up. Yeah, man, we, you know, 30, 30, we got to run third times. And you know, I want to throw the ball all game and blah, 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 blah. Now Mike can do this. We 100% are not going to be able to get to everybody, but we're going to try to get to a few more here. Uh, 267, what it is, what it do?
7: yo what's going on sky
1: what up chris
7: yo i gotta say it one time what's happening sky
1: <laughs> landlord voice Yeah. so <laughs> up? yo man uh that's
7: the fun gilmore trade was was fantastic yeah. and the main reason why i love that trade is because you got a quarterback number two who can be a quarterback number one if let's just say Diggs misses time because if Diggs missed any time for the cowboys last year that's fair and screwed
1: oh my goodness it, you know you know it was kind of similar to wide receiver we kept saying oh my god if cd lamb goes down we are done but we weren't even talking about digs we was just like ah digs beater but if Diggs went down it got scary yeah
7: and you would and you want to know what now like all right if you know, if, if something like that happens knock on wood that it, it doesn't but now all right cool deron go play on the outside jay lu come play slot and we have a perfectly fine we probably have a, a, a quarterbacks that are better than 75 percent of the league at that point even still
1: oh man this cornerback room is top five i mean i don't know the rest so I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be generous here i think this is a top five cornerback room top three defensive back room
7: and think about this right i think it's if they get a D hop preferably or an OBJ, and you add a Bobby Wagner and a Jonathan Hankins, with the coaches we have, how many how many teams in the league have two play callers who have won a Super Bowl, whether as an uh, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, or just a regular head coach? So like this is an experienced coaching staff that we have here, especially if you can add veteran guys. Uh, to an already talented team. I mean, thank, one thing I got to say, thank God Sam for lift on Trey Lance because them them not having three first-round draft picks, I don't even want to know what type of roster they would be able to <laughs> well, my with sh-
1: this thing. Kyle Shanahan need to stop playing, man, and get himself a quarterback. He, he think he can just do whatever. But we'll see what he does with Sam Dunn. Uh, appreciate you, Chris. All right, my guy. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get, I believe, this mail. King Star, what up, bro? What up, man? I finally can get a chance to put your name down in this goddamn caller thing. What up, man? <laughs>
0: hey, man. So looking at how the running back market has shaped out, man. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I think it, you definitely want to try to get Tony back to the table. Because you want to get, if, if it was, obviously it's not me, but if it's me, I want to try to not be paying you $10 million because now I'm looking like, man, I could have had Jamal Williams and somebody else and been paying a total of $10 million.
1: I, that's why I was asking, uh, did, did they fumble that? Because do, do you say now, okay, we can use the $10 million to, to to get X, Y, and Z as opposed to paying you $10 million by yourself? Uh, and, yeah, and, and now you said go back to the table. So are you, are you saying rescind the franchise tag?
0: If I can, not I, I mean, I, you, you know, absolutely I to can. You that.
1: Can you remove the franchise tag? You, you can. Here's here's the problem. If you remove the franchise tag, now now you're down to just what's left in free agency to to you know fill the running back room and the draft. Some people say, I don't care. I'll, I'll draft two rookies, and that's that's fair. You know, just just draft two rookies, and no, have, a, have, that. have a cheap running back room, and yeah. uh, and prosper if you can, right? So you can resend it and he'll, you know, he ain't coming back. I feel like if you, if you resend the tag, that's a wrap. So there's no, there's no going back. If you want to try to extend him, that's what you got to do. You got to try to extend him in between now and July 15th or whatever it is. When the franchise tag becomes permanent.
0: Man, that's, that's, that's tough. Cause I'm, I'm just looking at the way the market shaped out and I'm looking, I'm like, dang, Jamal Williams at four mil a year. Like that's, that's not, that's a pretty good deal for, for that, for that caliber of back, man. Yeah. I, um, if, 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 let's just play what, a game, what, right? what was Miles Sanders per?
1: Miles Sanders got 6.2 per. He got four for 25.
0: Ah, uh, I mean, and we paying a guy 10? <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, that's so what I'm I, saying. I, I, we I can could play the game. Mal
0: Williams and Miles Sanders for 10.
1: No, no, no. I wouldn't have did that. I no, don't no chance in hell. I would have gave him. That's seven years, $37 million on those two dudes. Now. But but let me let me let me just well, play I, not all of
0: it's guaranteed.
1: No, but that's doing too much. Let me just play the game with you real quick though. Uh so we let's rescind Tony Pollard or not rescind it. Let's pretend we didn't tag Tony Pollard. You could have signed let's mm-hmm. all we we're all in agreement here. Jamal Williams would have been a fantastic like signing. Four million per year, probably get out of it after a year or two, right?
0: I'm in. I'm so, in. So
1: you get Jamal Williams and then you got you probably wanna match him with somebody that's that has a little bit of a different wiggle boston scott re-signed with the with the with the eagles for one year two million dollars so you could potentially have run with the jamal williams boston scott malik davis type of backfield and jamal and boston scott would have just cost you six million dollars this year draft a running back and let's see what happens I, yeah. Would would, would 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 that have been I would not upsetting have been upset. Cowboys Nation? Right. Would you have been upset if they let both Zeke and TP walk and brought back a Jamal Williams and Boston Scott?
0: No, I'm not mad at that, man. I I, I'm keeping it 100. And, I, and you know, I love TP. I love TP, dog. But I would not have been – I would have been mad. How Like, you know, a lot of Zeke fans are upset. I would have been mad emotionally that TP wasn't here. But if you would have told me that was what I replaced it with, I would have, I would have meant, oh, okay, it's not, you know. I wonder, They not TT'd, but are no, not. But TV. I'm okay. I
1: I wonder if the injury is 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 something that really has a lot of us kind of like, I don't know, man. That injury kind of scared me a little bit. Is the injury scared? Nah, B- because it, if we're just talking about one season at ten million dollars with a healthy Tony Pollard, I can't be upset with that. <laughs> Especially,
0: I think he'll be ready by training camp, though.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be. I mean, the injury wasn't a catastrophic one. It, it's not an ACL. It's yeah, not I'm a, not. Yeah. But nah,
0: they, the injury plays no part to me. Right. I'm not worried at all about
1: the injury. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mel. The money that they're paying them isn't holding them up from paying anybody else. That's that why I'm. Cool. That's why I'm kind of like not tripping. Because it's not like we, we we were missing out on a Bobby Wagner or missing out on making a trade. Or like they have the money to do whatever they want to do. It's just a matter of if they want to do. it.
0: Yeah. I, I still think that now the, like, when you tagged them, you were kind of at that point negotiating against either old contracts or against yourself. Yeah. But now the market has been set. Like we know what the market for the running back position is. So okay, Tony, let's go. Let's get back to the table. Okay, can we get something done at seven million a year for an you know for three years at seven million a year? You know, with this this amount guaranteed. Um, I I would just say now that it's set, you try to get him back to the table and keep negotiating, rather than just yeah. going okay, we're set on the tag and let's just you know let that be that. I know you don't like the idea of extending him but i think if you can extend no. him at a at a better number
1: I don't hate it, it. it may work well yeah, I, I don't hate it as long as it looks like you know a 3 year deal you know with with, with early out type i'm not trying to extend any running back 4 or 5 years like that's there is no. just no need to do that man <laughs> uh, you know the 3 years work the funny money you know, lower the cap hit obviously protect yourself man, just a quality get a quality deal done but the, the days of yeah. ty Gurley, and and zeke get, you know Type of deals, yeah. man. Yeah. Look, come on, man. Wow. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that now at that position.
0: Um, and the, my last one, I know we got to call this the Leonard Fournette one. I love the idea of Leonard. I don't love the. I don't love the actual facts about Leonard. And what I mean by that is, he's not really like a big time workout guy. He comes into the off season, usually. He's out of shape. That's he's fair. come in a couple times out of shape.
1: That's fair.
0: He's had. He's had a few, like even when when things weren't going well in Tampa, like they came, they had come to the point where they kind of almost cut him at one point. Um, due to not not that he was a locker room issue, but he was kind of maybe bitching and complaining about maybe what his role on the team was. that did get yeah, tricked out. I don't know. I don't, yeah,
1: I don't know that part. But if, if all that part is accurate, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he spoke on it, and Bruce Arians has spoke on it. Um, so those are just some of the things I don't like about the, the, the signing of, of Leonard. And I think it's kind of maybe also one of the reasons why he hasn't um, been maybe who he should be. I think he's like a high-talent guy, but he's kind of been one of those guys that has depended on his talent and hasn't really messed it with the work. Um, so I, I like the idea of how it sounds. But when I start to kind of drill down a little bit deeper, not the I'm baggage.
1: Not... Yeah, man, that's, fair. yeah man. that's fair. Let it let, um, let it come with a little bit baggage. Yeah.
0: yeah, I I still love the idea of a vet though. Um, I, I'm not I'm not with the oh well let's just draft draft rookies and then we'll just go in it that way. Um, I think our team is still needs a, a veteran presence. It doesn't have to be a, you know, uh, a guy that's going to carry the load. You know, like even uh, to answer kind of Landlord's question about it's not that Tony cannot do whatever X, Y, Z. It's that you just don't want him to do that. Like, you, you don't want any running back carrying the ball or carrying the load for 17 games. Like, I do not want Tony really touching the ball 20 times a game for all 17
1: games. No, no, no! Like, o- only in those swing games and and in playoffs. Like that—that's it's that's really that's really where it matters. Like you, it? you don't want any running back in the league to get twenty carries a game. I think anymore.
0: No, no, you you do not want that. Like I do, – and I'm not even talking about. I mean carries and catches. Well, I don't want Tony having touches. I don't want. I don't. Touches.
1: I don't mind touches because because when you when you Was catch the rock. Yeah, if you now look, twenty twenty total every game is a lot of touches. But I don't, I don't mind yeah. if if he if it say gets, you know, thirteen carries and seven receptions in like twelve games. I'm not gonna be mad at that because probably five of those seven. Five, no. five of those seven you know, receptions, he's probably running out of bounds or something or getting – you know what I mean? Because a lot of those swing passes, you're already on a perimeter. You can get out. Or, hell, he might take one to the crib or whatever. You're not really dealing with the same right. physicality going up against a, against a cornerback and, 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 and the safety that you're doing with these 300-something-pound defensive linemen and linebackers. Yeah,
0: yeah. But you, you definitely want to be – and I wouldn't even call it running, by, running back by committee. But I would definitely say you want to have multiple guys that you feel confident with in the backfield, not just not just one guy. So no, the days the days of like I, I I just want more and more fans to get out of their mind of oh we need a workhorse That's or over. we need a guy that can that can that can pass protect and he can run and he like you don't you you don't need that That's like this deal. is not this is not that you don't need that. This ain't but that anyway, Scott, man, blessings to you, brother. Um, I'm gonna tap back in with you as soon as possible. Great show again, man. Thanks for doing
1: this. Of course, man. Appreciate you, Mel. This running back market is very interesting, man. Very interesting, but I'm gonna stay 10 toes. I'm 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 a okay with with Zeke or Zeke with TP coming back here. And I'm pretty sure they're going to try to work something out, but I don't know if it'll get done. It all depends actually on Tony Pollard. If Tony Pollard is willing to take one of these, I think it might get done. But how do you start the conversation at $6 million when you tagged him at ten? That there becomes the issue. Same thing happened with a, a Dalton Schultz. When you tag Dalton Schultz at ooh, $10 million, the conversation starts at $10 million. Because you didn't let him go out there and, 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 and test the market. I don't know if, if, if the Cowboys are trying to pay TP 10 plus per. Now, obviously, you could say, well, look, Scott, let's just go ahead, and get it done, lower the cap hit the first two years and try to go for this thing. And we'll deal with the money later. Could be. Could be. But I wonder how many people out there would have went with some combination of these dudes on the screen and those that are still out there. You got the, uh, like you said, Leonard's, you got the Chase Edmonds, the Kareem Hunt's. Mark Ingram, Dante Foreman. Uh, if you were looking for like pass-catchy guys, Giovanni Bernard and, and Jarek McKinnon, those are older dudes. Um, another older guy, Latavius Murray, Kenyon Drake, Damian Harris. How many, I wonder how many people would have rathered a combination of, of those vets and then and then the draft as opposed to Tony Pollard in the draft. I wouldn't have preferred those combinations. The question I was opposing during the call was, would you be upset if they ran with a certain combination as opposed to tagging Tony Pollard? I ain't gonna fake the funk. I don't give a dang about the money as long as you you know if you got extra money to go get somebody else, and they got the money to do it, man. And is <laughs> they got the money to get somebody, so I don't care that they're paying him ten million for this year. I got about. Two more, we already in OT. Get nine two zero in here and uh, one more. What's up nine two zero?
4: Skywalker.
1: Oh, I'm about to say, going once. What's up? How you
4: doing? It's Carl from Wisconsin. Carl,
1: what's up, Carl? I got, I got to save your number.
4: <laughs> hey man, check this out. I just got a couple questions. That format, I like that. I, I, I do. I like that. Gotcha. Uh, Far trip coming out of the backfield. The only thing, and I heard that last caller, a couple callers before, with his, he had, a, they should have a weight clause on
1: him. <laughs> yeah, you look, know, he, he comes in. Yeah, that's that that is fair, and that's something that I'm glad I'm glad I talked to Mel, you know, bringing that up because I, I'm looking at the player on the field. But there is real stuff off field that you got to deal with. Whether he's lazy, coming in overweight, and does he want to play? You know all that type of stuff. That's real. That's that's a real concern. Dude, There's no doubt about it. He's not that bad.
4: He's not no. bad at all. He had a down year last year. Yeah. And that's and that was due because he, he did come overweight. Now he did come in overweight. But far as I like, I like him. You know. But my last question, I have to say this. The only. That running back, Forrest in the draft, and um, I want this guy so bad, you know who I'm talking about. I think everybody want him bad. Who? Uh, is it Liza? The guy in the draft,
1: the number one running back in the draft. Oh, Bijan John Robinson? Yeah,
4: yeah, that's who. Let Man, me, let me say this, and I was just thinking all last night. What if Dallas did this, moved up to get him? Moved up, and and next year, 2024, get him a first round. Oh, Lord, no. It's not that serious, huh? It's uh,
1: not that serious. Now, now, I always said I'll just try to stay as level-headed as possible with what happens on draft day. But if the Dallas Cowboys move up in the draft and they give up their first round pick in 2024, I might end the stream. I might end the stream, uh, man. So that means I would not be happy with that, bro. I'll be I'll be I'll be pissed. Hey, what are you moving up? I don't know. I just <laughs> thought right. of it in-
4: I I just thought of it because I I know they signed Polly and this guy would just be a man would be a beast for the Cowboys.
1: Sure, I mean there's a, there's a, there's a lot of running backs in this draft though, bro. So 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 you, I don't think there's a need to to move. I don't even know if there's a player I'd move up in this draft period and give up my next year's first round pick for unless you're trying to go get a quarterback and you just hey we're just gonna start all the hell over, but. No, nah, I'm good with that one, Carl. I'm good with that one, good brother. A lot of backs yeah, though. There's a lot. But, there's a lot of running backs.
4: Yeah, but overall though, uh, the receiver, I it, it doesn't matter if they. I'm not gonna be hurt if they don't get. I'm not gonna be hurt if they get Odell Beckham. I really want D-Hop.
1: I Think all of us. I do. Yeah,
4: and I know what the Cowboys is doing. And they probably negotiating or whatever, but I think that okay. Arizona gonna release
1: him. Ooh, you're com- so. <laughs> you're coming in with the heat, dog. They gonna release I, 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 okay. I think they will. Hey, I, well, I, they will. I mean, clearly that's on the table, right? Like there, there, there's options. There's the releasing them and there's trading them or keeping them. So it's one of the three options, but Boy, that'd be, uh, that be? Ooh, that'd be,
4: that'd that be something, be, Carl. In my last thing here. Oh,
1: yeah, I thought that was your last I, I one, think, Carl. Make quick.
4: Okay. I think next year, I think that they're going to, uh, it depends on what they do this year, but I think they're going to get rid of, uh, they're going to try to trade or get rid of Uh, uh what's our uh, receiver now. Oh.
1: <clears throat> Gallup?
4: Oh. Uh, Gallup I think Gallup is going to next year well I think it's a big year
1: yeah I think it's a big year for him Carl
4: yeah well anyway man love to hear from you man Uh, keep up the good work and uh we gonna holler once this this (laughs) everything free agent is over with
1: (laughs) indeed man appreciate you man enjoy the rest of your day
4: take it easy bud I
1: don't know which one was a little bit more wild. The Bijan or D Hop? Probably the Bijan, though. D Hop, though. I mean, Darius Slay, he got cut for about 10 minutes. So so I guess it's possible. Maybe I do. I mean, I was going to do one more. Man, I do two more right now. Uh, there's some numbers on here I am not familiar with. 7 seven o. So. So. so, so. Seven
0: oh two. Nope. Nope. No.
1: Nope. Hey, out, you at work? Cause there's a lot of it's a lot of noise yeah. going on in that back. What's up, big dog?
9: What's up? What's up? Uh, man, I just yeah. want to say, man, I listen to your show a lot, man. Thank you. But uh,
1: we gotta be quick because of the thinking, noise in the background.
9: You know, right? I was, I was thinking, what about that running back from Alabama? You know, Gibbs? bring him in. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like Gibbs you know, a lot.
9: He's a he, I mean he a little thicker than Tony Pollard, but I think they that would be a good one-two punch because they kind of got the same, you know, kind of physicality play style a little bit, you know. Uh, and I know you, you said y'all guys gonna talk about cornerbacks on what Tuesday,
1: mm-hmm. you know? We might, we uh, might, we might have to switch it now, but but you know. Since since they brought in Gilmore, but we'll see.
9: Yeah, so the battle that I want to see in all season, you know, uh, Deron Blount, you know, that's like a needle in a haystack that we found, you know. Sure. Uh, but him and him and jo- Jordan Lewis, I think that'll be a good slot. I mean, that inside nickel battle that I think everybody oh, be looking God. for. But uh. I I say if we talk running backs, I say man, let's let's. I think Tony Pollard can be a good veteran leader. You know, I think yeah. he probably learned a lot from Zeke.
1: One hundred percent, he did. And
9: bring that 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 cat from
1: Alabama and 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 move
9: forward with it. All
1: right, hey, pr- appreciate the call, man. I'll talk about it.
9: Appreciate it, man. It's delay from Las Vegas.
1: Delay, all right. Delay from Las Vegas. Once Gibbs, look, I I like Gibbs a lot. Um feels a, it would feel like it's a bit redundant. However, Tony Powell's here for a year. If he's only here for a year, then, then it would make sense for Gibbs. But I mean, if you're talking about just looking at 2022, you don't really have that, that, that complimentary piece. You kind of got two of the same dudes. Who's, who's a guy that's going to kind of bounce off that? You can say, well, Malik Davis could be that guy. Maybe, maybe that would be the argument if you're in a Cowboys war room and jerry is trying to say oh we gotta we got a gibbs already his name is tony pollard right maybe somebody will argue yeah we got malik malik can be that that power guy would have you but that would be the argument that i would they would probably be tussling with because i think they're the same type of player in regards to uh more of a again all backs should be complimentary pieces but more of the explosive electric catch out the backfield types as opposed to the ground and pound so Gibbs around two, maybe, maybe Gibbs around one. Uh, how are we using them? Who, who are you complimenting them with? All those things come into factor. What are the context? All right. 469. What's on your mind?
10: Good morning, Scott.
1: Good good morning. Good sir.
10: Uh, This is bro out of Dallas. What's good, bro? Um, me, I'm a person. I'm based. Uh, I go based on solutions. Okay. And uh, DJ Chart Chark um, in the free agency would be a great move. Forget trading for for a wide receiver position when we can get someone out of free agency that's six three, uh, runs a 4'3", has a big body and has a nice catch radius. Uh, making Jared Goff looking good over in Detroit. Um, second. Uh, if we want to do anything as far as a running back is concerned, uh, first you're gonna have to take care of your offensive line. Uh, that's the reason Zeke wasn't able to get the yards that he could've. Uh, he really could've got. Um, his first step is to the left. If anybody really watches, uh, first step to the left. So if you have a weak left guard, then you're gonna have problems. And we we. His best year was with a a strong left guard. Uh, I'm glad we got a corner that takes care of that situation. Um, But if we get a wide receiver and a, and a offensive lineman in in free agency, maybe trade for another linebacker. uh, I think we'll be okay. And, And then draft well. we'll be all right. I'm not worried about getting no, uh, running back in the first couple rounds this is a running back heavy draft
1: sure yeah and
10: i just want to thank you i
1: ain't tripping about running back in the first Uh, round either
10: i've been rocking with you since 2016 with the with the fuzzy film
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just want to
10: say you got the best uh you got the best lineup in the game Damn. (laughs) and much love to you out of the D, man we need you
1: appreciate you big dog all right. Since 26th. Damn. Man, appreciate you, man. So you've been rocking since day one. Been rocking since day one since I had the little, little weak camera thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. We trying to improve. We trying to get to the studio. Uh, I want to touch on his um DJ shark. Now the receiver market is starting to get a little, by the way, has he been signed or anything yet? Cause you know, we are in the middle of free agency. I haven't seen anything drop just quite yet. I like the just like how Mel said I like the thought of Lenny. I like the thought of of, of Shark, right? Like 6'4, run like a 4-3 athletic, all that good stuff. A little worried about availability. It's been a minute since since DJ Shark been a guy you, you rely on. Um and then I, the market value. I think the market value for him was somewhere. Was it north of 10 million? I, mean, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen, but I think his market value per track was north of $10 million. If I'm going to play north of $10 million for DJ Shark, then yeah, I am going to go try to get D-Hop or, 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 or sign an O'Dell. If I'm going to get a hurt guy anyway and pay him money, I'm going to go get the better hurt guy and pay him money. If DJ Shark is going to come in under all of that, B-CAP friendly or team friendly or whatever, risk friendly, let me say that, risk friendly, You protect yourself because you don't, hey, we don't got to lean on and count on a DJ shark. Fine. But if this is a, we're signing DJ shark, he's going to be our guy. Michael Gallup, you better buckle up type of situation. I don't know if he's been, if he's been a reliable type of dude. I don't know if he's been a reliable type of dude, man. There I can't get to all y'all. Unfortunately, Cowboys nation. And I knew today would be a, a day for conversation. How about we take this and we, we we carry this over to tomorrow? All right. Or I'll be here for four hours. I'm already heading towards two and a half. Let me get to some of these super chats though before I leave. I do want to make sure I get that. I, I, I'll i be forgetting. Y'all know how I am. So Miles Jack got cut. Miles Jack cut by the Steelers. And I appreciate y'all for, for conversating with me. M- mind you, uh, I'm all about having the conversation. I'm not about like this is this is this is what's going to work or anything like that. I just want to open a conversation, see if what makes sense, what doesn't make sense to y'all, and uh, and try to find those type of solutions. So I appreciate y'all having the conversations, conversations with me, even if they crazy ones. All right, what's today? Boom, here we go. Uh, towboat dropped one earlier. Super chat. Appreciate you, Towboat. Everyone is on the Bijan train, but odds are he won't be there at 26. I tend to agree. Uh, what do you think about R- Rashawn Johnson, the other Texas running back? Can probably get him in the third, and he's a solid back. He's actually a guy, if I'm not mistaken, the Cowboys met with, and he's on that list of day three dudes. I think you can get in the draft. Not opposed to majority of these day three dudes in the draft. Again, I'm not trying to disrespect the running back position. I just truly do believe. Young, fresh, hungry legs can't come in here and make a difference. Be productive. Pending said team or whatnot, I do think they can come in here and be productive. Super chat, Gavin C. Appreciate you drop five and says Sky. What do you think? What do you think we're gonna do at kicker? Draft or free agency? Most most games are won and lost by extra points on the field. Very underrated need for the Cowboys. Uh, historically speaking, they'll they'll sign one. They'll probably sign like three. Come in try out or, or or you know compete against each other during camp two I ain't gonna go to three compete with each other I think they'll sign somebody I I think they actually value their draft picks I want to disrespect the kickers at real positions. Like, I, I don't think they're going to take a draft you can play like, well sky you know look at all these hall of famers that got drafted or good kickers that got drafted. Fair enough. But I think they'll sign somebody. Super chat. Tiana Ellis drop five. Thank you. She says, point is go all in now. F the damn second or third round pick. Bring D Hop and his two good knees to Dallas with the restructure enough with ACL recovery projects. Man, look, I'm I'm with you. I think we all are in agreements here. I think D hop is the preferred guy. He's the better receiver, in my opinion. He's the more reliable receiver, in my opinion. He's he's clearly he's hungry. He he wants to win. I know we get Kiki and Hee He about the Cowboys and, um, and winning or whatnot, but it seems like some players want to come to Dallas. They, they're looking at the landscape and they feel like there's an opportunity here. The Cowboys are on the cusp, right? We're always on a cusp, on a cusp, on a the cusp. They just need to get a dude or dudes. And you got dudes like a Wagner and dudes like a D hop that want to be here. Dallas just gotta not be afraid to pull the damn trigger and go for the gusto. So I'm with you. CT Maddenhead. Super chat drop one and said, "Can we? F- oh, I thought you was. I thought you trying to get me. Can we fill all of our holes this off season? Sure. It ain't. It ain't gonna be with tier one, tier two guys, and it doesn't need to be. But yeah, absolutely. Defensive tackle, for instance, you can get A. Sean Robinson and and, and and Jonathan Hankins for cheap. That's filling a hole right there. Could have got a Bobby Wagner to fill your your linebacker hole, but they brought back LVE, so technically that filled that one. Cornerback, boom, got it. Running back, go sign one of these dudes. And it ain't got to be Lenny. I just wanted to hear. I just wanted to see what y'all thought about Lenny. One of these running backs. And now you go into the draft. Let sign Odell Beckham. Now you go into the draft, and you don't have many, many holes, if any. Super chat. All is well. Drop two and said, "Let me find out for net pay." (laughs) pay you to say this? I knew that. Why you think the title say? What what I put in the title? One running back option you won't like. Maybe I should change that to one running back option you will hate. Try it, man. I, I, sometimes I got to throw some things, you know, at the wall. See what sticks. I didn't think it was going to stick, but I had to get. This was on my mind when I was thinking about potentially replacing him. And I said, let me talk to y'all about it. I ain't afraid of it. Look, look, look. What my man, Bernie Mac, say. I ain't scared of you, mother. Man, I ain't scared of y'all. We do this. Okay. Dwayne Brown dropped one and final one. Super chat. And said Pollard is a whole running back burn. Watching watching him live in high school and college. I don't know what that one means, bro. But Pollard is a dude. 100% he a dude. I, I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. I did try. You know what I'm saying? I tried. I tried to see if I can get y'all to come on over there. I probably talked myself out of it. My damn self. But I definitely talked myself into it. I talked myself into it, man. Today was fun. I appreciate y'all, uh, rocking with me today. Uh, let's let's continue this conversation tomorrow. Maybe there will be more news today. We'll we'll see. We'll see whatever news drops. I'll be on top of it, reporting, analyzing, giving my opinion, and listening to y'all's every morning. That's how we do. Uh, later I'll be on Vacha's show, Vacha Lombardi Live, and Mo will be on. Or, as King Elementary appreciates it, Mauricio Rodriguez will be on A to Z Sports Prime Time. And check out the A to Z Sports Dallas uh, website. We reconfigured the website, it looks much better. It flows much better. I think it's pretty dope. Um, Matt's been dropping a ton of articles on there. Uh, Shane, Cole, um, uh, Mo, everybody's just been killing it. Gotta get this Rider Block segment going. Also, Working out details, but well, we're going to have a, I got a, a dope segment that we're putting together, me and a and a prominent Cowboys, um, was he see journalist? I don't know what to call him, man. He just covers, he's just a fantastic superstar in the industry. Let's just put it that way. Uh, that will be joining me hopefully every week. We got to work out some details, but I, I do want to tease that. I can't say too much, but I will tease that. Um, and if everything works out, eyes are dotted tease or crossed we'll have a weekly segment that I think you guys will absolutely enjoy. So that'll be the first step in trying to get some more contributors to, to make this show better. You know, I I sit down and I I have a list of ideas and and, and segments and all this thing that I'm trying to do to make this show better, make this show even more professional, but with a, with a homey feel, right? When I, I don't mean like you my home, but a home feel, a comfortable feel, but also we add some professionalism to it as well. So, Whatever we could do to make this thing different, make this thing great, I'm going to bust my ass to try to do. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully, we'll have that locked in in the next week or so. And um, continue to take this thing to the top. With that said... Oh, no, 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 no. Not with that said. Look, we got... <laughs> Ooh, we got to talk about and scientific, boy. We got to make sure we pay the bills. With that said... If you are more, one of the 39 million men or more that suffer from ED, make sure y'all hit up Boston Scientific, who created EDCure.org to help you find your best cure. To get started, go on over to EDCure.org. You take that quiz, you learn the severity or risk of ED. And if you have a condition that puts you at risk, what do they do, y'all? They got content just for you. So visit EDcure.org, get the facts, and find a urologist who can offer treatment when other options do not work. Again, that's EDcure.org, brought to you by Awesome Scientific. I'm <sighs> pay them bill, dog. I'm pay them bill. Now, I'm just saying, if we get a breaking news, the Cowboys sign, or a trade, for DeAndre Hopkins. Jalu Beats, holla at me. I'm going crazy. We all love y'all. PICS.